Welcome to It's All Her, the podcast for women who want to live simpler, better lives. I'm your host, Geordie Lucas. I'm the founder and editor of It's All Her. I'm a mum to a toddler and I was an actor in a previous life. Each week, I'm joined by a guest to talk about their life, their work, and of course, how they make life simpler and better. For the latest, head to itsallher.com or follow us on socials. Let's get to this week's episode. Welcome back to another episode of Behind Her Brand. This week, I sit down with Sydney-based Heidi Albertieri, who is the founder of The Lifestyle Edit. Heidi is a natural creative in every sense of the word. After carving a successful career in styling, she is the founder and dreamer behind the multifaceted digital agency, The Lifestyle Edit. I was really excited to pick Heidi's brain on the importance and future of social media and how to form a marketing plan taking into consideration the very broad media landscape we have today. I started off by asking Heidi how the second half of 2023 was treating her and her business. We made a really big change last year. So the start of the year was really exciting for us. We have been one of those brands that's transitioned to hybrid working. So um, our work life is looks really different now to what it did maybe two years ago, three, four, five, like even when I started the business, totally different. So we're really happy. I think it's the happiest I've ever been in my work life, in my own business. Like, yeah, it's pretty cool. It's a good start. That's a great feeling when you feel just... Yeah. Like it's all come together because yeah. in your own business, especially as a creative, is is really hard. Can you tell us a bit about your choice to start the lifestyle edit? Yeah, of course. I, I always think I'm so lucky because I'm creative and I actually get paid to do what I absolutely love and. I started working creatively when I was 19 as a florist. So I've always worked with my hands and hands on. And so I'm like, I feel very grateful that I can still, you know, 25, 30 years later, be working creatively and still get paid and do what I love. Um, obviously, my career's evolved in that time. But um, I've been working in print media for Home Beautiful magazine. And it was, you know, my dream job. I'd, I'd read the magazine my whole life. So to be working for a print publication that I idolised was amazing. But um, I was there for about five years and I started to see that digital was really coming up. Instagram had just been launched and, you know, I was used to shooting beautiful brands with the magazine and I just started to see brands even changing the conversation around, we need imagery, where's the imagery that you used in the magazine, all that kind of stuff. And my contract sort of came to an end with Home Beautiful and I was at that point where I had to make a decision, do I stay on with Home Beautiful or do I you know, take this leap of faith and trust my instincts and go that way. And I took a leap of faith and trusted my instinct being a creative, that's how I kind of operate. And um, I launched the Lifestyle Edit to basically do, you know, it started out as the life and style edit basically of, you know, home, lifestyle and beauty. And we started as a blog shooting um, products and, and writing about them. And then brands started to come to us to shoot their images and, you know, then they didn't know what to do with the beautiful images and how to post on Instagram. So I basically just added 
really talented young women to my team who were really good at what they did, like social media design, digital advertising, strategy, all that kind of stuff to my team until we became sort of people started calling us a full service agency. And I didn't really know that that's what I was doing. I just kind of was running a business that serviced these things. And then that's how I ended up here. <laughs> when we when we talk to our audience, we've got a mm. huge audience of small business owners. Mm-hmm. And one of the biggest trials that they face is that they're, yep. they're wearing all of the hats. Mm-hmm. They're the accountant, they're the sales rep, they're the social media manager. So let's yeah. pick your brain a little bit here with socials, marketing, PR. Mm-hmm. What are some little tips and tricks that yeah. you could impart onto our listeners to make that side of the business a little easier? I think, um, can I just say, I, I get asked this question every single day. Um, mm. And one of the things that I do say now is you have to actually understand as a small business owner that that is a non-negotiable part of your business now. It's not something I can fit in next week or maybe I'll post on the run. This is a substantial part of your business that makes a really big difference in the long run and it needs to be part of your day-to-day. And I don't care how busy you are and as business owners, we're all busy and we're women, so it means we're wearing 15,000 hats. We're trying to juggle family, partners, the life, you know, all the technical stuff that we're doing, you know, the books, every single thing, but it has to be part of your business and you can't actually run a business without it anymore. And so I would say it has to be included in your, what does your day look like? And I know that's really hard for some people to lock in, but if you start with what is my week or what do I want to achieve in a month? What do I want it to look like? And work backwards from that and break it down into blocks. So if there's four weeks in a month, what are you going to do in week one, week two, week three, and week four? And you've got your list of things that you have to do day to day, which might be packing up products and sending it to people and all that kind of day to day, whatever you're doing, taking, you know, orders, you know, ordering products, stock, all that kind of stuff, all the other things that you have to do. And then Part of that is you need to lock out some sort of time, whether it's Tuesday afternoon before you pick the kids up for two hours, where you actually are planning for your, you know, your social media feed and your, you know, what does your marketing sort of strategy look like? And you can work in four-week blocks. We always know that if we're breaking things down into smaller chunks, it's much more achievable. So I feel like if we break it down and then work forward, then if we and we're consistent in in committing to that and not going, oh, I'll just do that tomorrow, then you actually start to make a really big difference. And that consistency of effort is really important. How important do you think it is for the founder to mm. be present on social media? I feel like there is such a huge shift to wanting mm-hmm. to know the story behind the brand and it's really important yeah. Yeah. you know for consumers to build that trust mm-hmm. but there is there's so many people who just don't feel comfortable talking to camera yeah well, um do you think it's really important i think uh connection is really important for business like i know when i connect with someone that they they either like me or they don't and they either want to work with me or they don't. So if I'm forming a connection, whether it's they, 
like something I've said or they like, you know, my hair or whatever it is, they're going to actually take, you know, notice of you a little bit more because they're going to find that common ground. And that's what business is really. It's all about connection. So that can, you know, I don't, like if you look at the lifestyle and it's social media, the girls put me on socials now. It's it's not something I love, but it definitely we know that those posts perform way better and we we actually achieve better results from them. So, look, I, I think you have to work to your strengths as well. If you're really awkward talking to a camera, Instagram has got this great thing now where you can do a voiceover. So you don't have to necessarily put your face on it. You can have all your beautiful products and stuff with a voiceover of, hey, I'm you know, blah, blah, and this is my brand, and I'm a little bit shy. Just be honest. I'm a little bit shy in front of the camera, so I'm warming up with a voiceover. You know, find ways around it to be authentic and to tell your story and find connection. Yeah. It, 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 it really works. Say they like your hair. You do have really lovely hair. <laughs> Sorry, I know that was the first thing that came to mind. But, <laughs> but, but, you know, like on Saturday, on the weekend, or I don't even know, it wasn't Saturday because I'm confused with my days. You know, my team are saying to me, Heidi, get on. You need to do a story and you need to do, we're about to start doing social media workshops to teach people how to manage their social media. Get on socials and do it. And I was away at my house. I've got a holiday house in Jervis Bay. And, you know, I had messy hair. I had sleepy eyes. I had my glasses on, not my contacts. And and it was the right time. And I was like, I haven't got time to go and do my hair and make myself good. I brushed my teeth and I just sat there with my morning coffee and I spoke into stories. And can I tell you how many people connected with me after that saying, oh, my God, I loved it. And I was just being authentic, I like, you know, and I was being real. So, you know, they do want to see that realness. And we're not all polished all the time. Like, no. Let's face it. Like, <laughs> reality is Absolutely not like that. Not. <laughs> so, you know, I wouldn't, you know, put too much personal information on there. But, you know, yeah. like, you know, you can be a little bit raw. I feel like it's yeah. okay. Totally. Yeah. There's yeah. a huge emphasis on TikTok at the moment. Yeah. Brands yeah. are hiring social media yeah. specifically just for TikTok. Mm-hmm. Then there's all this talk that it may actually go. Correct. Um, because it's a Chinese-owned <laughs> app. Do you yeah. think it will go? Do you think it's here to stay? Oh, good question. I think, um, you know, like every business, it has a purpose. Um, so, and we really don't know what their strategy is. Um, I, you know, oh, I don't want to get too political, but I think we all ha- we have to. Doesn't matter what it happens. I think it, is it if it's Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, um, whatever. You know, be real. Whatever you're doing that is connecting with your audience, you should never put all your eggs in one basket. So mm-hmm. my answer is like, yes, use TikTok to your advantage. Use Instagram, Facebook to your advantage. Um, as much as you can, but do not ever put all your eggs in one basket because if one day anything goes, you need to have a backup. So your website needs, we learned it with COVID. We, you know, is your website up to date? Does, you know, is the user journey, you know, working? Is your messaging right? You know, all those things from the ground roots, if you can have that solid foundation and have those things as a part of your strategy and rollout, then, you know, it doesn't matter, hopefully, what happens, you can actually continue to do business the way you do. Just in terms of of marketing strategy as a whole, Mm. or how important is traditional or mainstream media versus (laughs) digital? Because I feel like television or print advertising is 
really expensive and mm-hmm. doesn't have the eyeballs that it used to. No. Where's the sweet spot? Do you think that that it's something yeah. that business owners should be putting in their marketing strategy? Uh, I, look, I don't, if print media suits your business, definitely. Um, there's always, you know, that's always great. It has changed. So I wouldn't, again, not put all my eggs in that basket. When we look at media and PR now for brands and for ourselves, we, um, uh, the first thing that we look for is who are we aligned with? You know, who are the people that are in the world talking about what we talk about and do we align with them? And then then we make a connection with those. It's how I'm on this podcast today. You know, um, there's an alignment. We all have something to say that it's actually everyone, everyone's going to benefit from and you win and I win and everyone's okay. And um, and that's how we, we approach PR and, and marketing. So marketing your business could be with, you know, a, a blogger who, you know, has a really great audience talks about beauty products and you happen to have a beauty product so making connections with people who have a voice in the industry um, that you are aligned with and who can share your message is is literally marketing and PR these days rather than traditional you know I need to get into Home Beautiful magazine or I need to get into Women's Day or Women's Weekly or Marie Claire or whatever it is that's never going to fix your problem. It needs to be consistent and there needs to be ongoing with like-minded voices that can tell your story. At It's All Her, we're all about making life simpler and better for women. <laughs> yeah. How do you do that for yourself? Um, well, I just turned 50, so okay. I'm learning some major life lessons. <laughs> um, you know, like I'm older now. Um, how do I make my life simple now? Well. Um, I make sure my personal relationships are aligned with who I am day to day. So I found my people and I keep them really close um, and I make time for myself every morning. So I'm a morning person. So the first thing I do in the morning is I do a meditation. And then the second thing I do is I put my swimmers on and my active wear on and I'm out the door down to the beach for exercise and have a, I do a run and I do a swim and I connect with people and I have a coffee and then I come back and I start my day again. So, I, like, you have to actually make time for your headspace to be clear. And, you know, I haven't exercised for two weeks because I've been away, like, not properly like I normally do, so it's been inconsistent. And today I really didn't want to because it was awesome to lie in bed and we've had, you know, all these days off, so I'm used to lying in a little bit yeah. longer. And, you know, I got up at 5.30, out of my bed, I was down the beach and sunrise was there and, you know, it's like you never regret getting up to exercise, really, ever. Like you might regret lying in bed a little bit longer, but I never regret getting up and going down to the beach for a swim or a run. So that's really important. Yeah, definitely. Just carving out that time for you, whatever is so important. Yeah, and that routine, like if you've got, you know, if you've got the routine that you just do and it's autopilot, so, you know, meditation, you know, make your bed, put your swimmers on, get out the door, do your thing, get back, make a coffee, sit at your computer, that's done. Then, Mm. you know, you've got your next part of your day sort of kicked off. I know people with kids can't do that, but, you know, that's it's about finding time to fit in with your life and how you do it. 
definitely. Yeah. Heidi, thank you so much for joining us on Behind My Your Week. I'll put all the links to the lifestyle <laughs> edit in our show notes. All the best for the rest of the year. Thank you. You too. All the best. Thanks so much. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of It's All Her. If you have loved this episode, please rate, review and subscribe wherever you listen and I will be back in your ears very soon. Thank you.